Welcome to the Viking Age Podcast, part of the Fansided Podcast Network. Now, please welcome your host, Adam Patrick. All right, welcome to the Viking Age Podcast, the official podcast for thevikingage.com. I'm your host, Adam Patrick. I'm the editor and lead writer for the Viking Age before we get started today, make sure to follow The Viking Age on Twitter and Facebook. The site's username on Twitter is at The Viking Age, and you can follow the site's Facebook page by heading to facebook.com slash The Viking Age. All right, on today's show is Adam Carlson. He is a senior member of The Viking Age. He was there well before me, um, and he is here to help us try and figure out what happened on Sunday when the Vikings Lost to the Rams, thirty to twenty-three. They are now seven and eight, and their playoff hopes are dwindling. So, welcome back to the show, Adam. Hey, thanks so much for having me. I always love coming to talk about Vikings football. And uh, before we start, I do want to talk about that the Vikings game a little bit in a way that I guess hasn't really been presented too often. As when the schedule came out and this game was on the schedule, Vikings fans probably had this one as a loss. Yeah. I mean, the Rams are a very good team. They have talent all over the place. And if you looked at this score without knowing any other context and be like, oh, the Vikings hung in it with the Rams. All right. People probably be a little impressed. But instead, boy, uh, people are being kind of harsh. Yeah, I think if you look at the box score as a whole, you'd probably be like, oh, without seeing the final score, you'd probably think, oh, the Vikings probably won, right? Because. Right. Stafford had three interceptions. I believe he had like a passer rating around like 45 or something. Um, the Rams defense wasn't, they weren't that great. I mean, they put some pressure on Kirk Cousins. They still gave up a bunch of yards. I think Cousins had over 300 yards passing. Oh, yeah. Um, we do got to give some props to Jalen Ramsey, though. The, the matchup between him and uh, Justin Jefferson, when those two were locked up, mm-hmm. he was just swarming him and it was a fun matchup to watch. I'm looking forward to the next time they take up because I think Justin Jefferson's that kind of player that, that learns from actions. And I, I think that next time that they face off, he'll be a little bit more able to take advantage of some of the tendencies that, that Ramsey has because of his aggressiveness. For sure. Jalen Ramsey, who might have gotten away with a taunting call. Uh, Maybe a little bit. <laughs> um, but all right. So what do you think went wrong for the Vikings against the Rams yesterday? Because... They went down seven nothing in the first quarter, and they were never never able to overcome that. Well, to me, again, this came down to game planning in a lot of ways. The Rams, of course, their big strengths are the middle of the defensive line and the secondary. That's where their best players are on, on defense. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? You take your backup running back and you run them straight at the best player <laughs> in the NFL on defense. Mm-hmm. And uh, you have your offensive line where you got a player that you subbed in because the last player you subbed in was ineffective. So they put another ineffective player mm-hmm. at right guard mm-hmm. and saw him getting blown up again. And it just feels like Minnesota is trying things, but the things they're trying are the same things they've already tried. Mm-hmm. And, and watching the game, you're just banging your head against the wall because you're wondering like, okay, so Kirk Cousins has bad ribs mm-hmm. and you found some success with putting an extra blocker out there in one game and you never went back to it. Mm -hmm. And then you'd have 
Was that against, where you that did against, keep your what? fullback in to block? Was it against the Steelers when they did that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that worked wonderfully, especially in the run game, where it was opening up some big holes. And honestly, I, I know that it's a little bit of a cheap plug, but I did my six takeaways over yeah. on the Viking Age. And plug away. Just seeing how this Vikings team, this, this staff approaches each game, it doesn't feel like they want to adjust their strategy at all to to be for the opponent that they're taking on and the circumstances they have. No. And that, that goes to the lack of experience that you have with the offensive coordinators in his first year. Um, Even the quarterback's coach, Andrew Janoko, I know he's been with the Vikings for a few years, but you know, he's, this is a new position for him as well. Um, So, and then there's, you know, after the game, there's a lot of talk, about the Vikings having a, a lack of aggressiveness. You know, we heard about from Justin Jefferson. And True. Even Mike Zimmer a little bit um, versus the Rams yesterday. So who do you think is more to blame for that? Do you do you point the finger more at, at Kirk Cousins or do you point it more at Clint Kubiak or maybe is it a mix of, of both? Well, Kirk's playing with, with a bad rib. So alone right there, he's already wearing extra padding that can affect how he plays. So that's not good at all. Vikings don't do much to help him out in protection. No. Uh, they bring back Adam Thielen, who he looked good. He caught a couple passes, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't know if that was a little too soon. I, I get that they want to rush him back because the Vikings are trying their darndest to make the playoffs, and they want to have every tool available they can have in order to get there. But, man, seeing him go down again, it looked that like the Rams player grabbed his, his ankle, maybe twisted it a little bit. It did kind of look that way. So, you know, I mean, and uh, you're fo- it's football players. You gotta, you're, they're going to do that. If they know you're injured, they're going to go after your injuries. You know, it's like, and I know uh, I've mentioned this before, too. It's like but pro wrestling, you know. Rick Spielman <laughs> drafting, he hasn't drafted an interior lineman really at all, aside from Wyatt Davis. And fans are clamoring for Wyatt Davis. Mm-hmm. They want to see him, but. Uh, again, you got like, okay, so the Vikings draft a, a left tackle and they need a left tackle. Okay, that took a little while, but that works. Mm-hmm. But then they draft more tackles mm-hmm. and more centers mm-hmm. and try to fill them in at guard. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why you can't just go and get a good guard. <laughs> yeah, why would you want someone someone to play the position that they are used to be, you know, <laughs> used to playing? That'd be well. They draft Wyatt Davis, and what do they do? They take him in a training camp and they play him at guard or at center. Yeah, they did have him at center. You're right. I remember that. And then and now they don't play him at all. So <laughs> it's great. Um, yeah. So so who do you who who did you think? Did you think it's because you talked about Kirk Cousins having injured ribs and stuff, and maybe right. that has something to do with him not the lack of talent, the lack the, of game plan. Yeah. I mean, you could make a list of who to blame for this game over and over and over. But in the end, they had to come up with something mm-hmm. schematically. And, and Mike Zimmer, I, I don't know why he's so stubborn not to help out some players that he knows are going to struggle. Ole Udo, we've seen him struggle this year against competition. And when he goes against some of the best competition in the NFL, you've got to get him assistance. You have to. Yep. There's no reason he should be one-on-one with Aaron Donald at all. None. No, no <laughs> reason. Like, if you see that, then you're like, Okay, CJ Ham or or Conklin, you gotta. Which again brings me back here. to questioning: Can Kirk Cousins not adjust protections at the line, or oh, yeah. 
make those kind of moves because we've heard already that he might not be allowed to take timeouts. I don't, I don't know for sure. But he was calling plays. What they were doing no huddle, and he was he was. I feel like he was probably calling some some plays when they were doing that, and that seemed to work out pretty well. But at the same time, it's no huddle, and that's kind of sometimes that's a little deceiving because the defense is a little gas because they can't get people on and off the field. Right. Um, and you know, if you don't do that all game, it's going to throw the opponent off. So maybe he can, maybe he can't, maybe he doesn't want to because we always hear about Kirk Cousins, you know, being by the book pretty much yeah. and and not kind of want on the freelance as as much as maybe he he should at times. Matt uh, Stafford don't mind freelance, and that guy will throw any pass he wants to. For and... sure, and and uh, <laughs> it comes back to bite him a couple of times. I sure. mean, us as Vikings fans, we've seen that over the years for for Matthew Stafford and. Um, when he was the Lions, um, but the so. Rams also they had they had shifted around their offensive line. They had a new player at left tackle. Mm-hmm. The typical right tackle moved over to left tackle, and yet the Vikings were held with a goose egg in sacks. Yeah, and they stopped running the ball for some reason in the middle of the game when they were super successful. Sean McVay was like, "No, we're gonna pass," and then <laughs> Stafford threw like three interceptions, and he's like, "Okay, let's." Go back and then you got running. the disappointment of Alexander Madison, who I, I, I like him as a runner. I do. Yeah, I like his power. I like what he brings. But he is not Dalvin Cook. You can't take the Dalvin Cook hand playbook and say, okay, throw Alexander Madison here. And it's not the same. No. Well, then they tried to run Kanae uh, Wangu like a normal running back when <laughs> he's clearly not that like he, yeah you want to get him in space any chance you can get and he had that he had that real good chance if bradbury could have got that one block he had so much space in front of him on like the little swing pass um that would have been a huge play but garrett bradbury couldn't get out there uh story of his the number career. of times i've yelled at my tv to have the vikings when they're getting pressured like that for slants and screens oh for sure they should have been they should they should have been throwing you know, if they kept trying to throw downfield a lot, I feel like, or or waiting for stuff to open downfield, at least Kirk yeah. was. And then if stuff wasn't open, he'd just check it down. But at that point, if stuff's not open downfield, I think, yeah, then you got to start calling some screens over the middle, you know, quick passes, some 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 curl routes, drag routes, whatever, just to get guys the ball. We know Kirk Cousins is a rhythm quarterback. Get him some right. some completions, you know, just, just something. Stop stop waiting for stuff to get open downfield. We know Kirk Cousins sometimes doesn't like to throw to guys if unless they're wide open, um, if he doesn't trust them. Right. But you mentioned Dalvin Cook, and he did not play because he's on the reserve COVID list because he uh, reportedly tested positive and he's not vaccinated, so he has to be out a minimum 10 days. Do the Vikings win on Sunday if Dalvin Cook plays? In Green Bay? No, no, no. Against the Rams. Oh, oh. Uh, that's a tough one because I had, don't they, see the rest of the strategy changing. Because they only had 66 yards rushing yesterday. The Vikings did. Yeah, that was ugly. I, I was, that's what I was trying to talk about with the, the whole situation with Madison. and. Yep. It's not the same. And yeah, if Cook could have played, this could have been a much better situation because uh, what was Minnesota on third down two and twelve or something? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. It, the numbers were absolutely just terrible, and having Cook to make those third down plays a little bit more manageable mm-hmm. would have been better because there were so many times that I swear it was like third and seven, third and twelve, third and eight. You know, and those third and longs. If if you give a quarterback like Kirk Cousins a chance to pick those up, 
and he's got pressure in his face immediately, you're going to get those little four yard passes that mm-hmm. get tackled immediately or a player has to come back for and, and recalibrate themselves before they can run forward. And it's just a recipe for failure. And if, if Delvin cook was on the field for that game, maybe those situations would have been easier, but as a whole, I, I'm not sure how much of a difference it would have made because the defense, they held the Rams to two touchdowns. Yep. They held them about 50 yards under their typical offensive output. Mm-hmm. And then you've got special teams, which decided to give up a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And that put a big old hamper on this situation. Because I think there's a second punt return touchdown all season long in the NFL. That's good. Yeah, it's not what you want, especially when <laughs> you got defenses trying their absolute hardest yeah. to have the NFL's lead. And I feel like momentum was, I think that, that was when they cut the lead to three. I think Madison got that touchdown. It was like 13 to 10. Um, and then, they, yeah, they had that punt return for a touchdown, which was like a, just a, a gut punch. It was. That was when I kind of knew the game was over, was when that happened. Yeah. It was still in reach. Of, what was it, a 10-point game after that or something? It was, yeah. And then they, I think they... they um, a little later than they had, they had the Beckham touchdown and they went up what 27 maybe 27 13 um and then the Vikings had a quick response with their touchdown drive and then just nothing after that um you mentioned earlier um on a previous podcast that you think if the Vikings make the playoffs then Mike Zimmer probably keeps his job yeah do you still think making the playoffs is enough for Mike Zimmer to keep his job this year. I do. Yeah, I do. But that the odds of them making the playoffs right now is, is not good, especially if we're recording this before the, the Saints Dolphins game tonight. So uh, Dolphins, if the, the Dolphins should win though. They've I, won I like feel the Dolphins should win this. They've one, won but, like six or seven in a row. And the Saints have like their third string quarterback, but yeah, this year's NFL. You it never know. Man. It is weird. You're right. <laughs> you do not you do not know and i don't i don't know where the game is it might be i don't know if it's in new orleans or or miami um yeah the road to the playoff spot now they held that spot before going into this game if they could have won this maybe they could have controlled their own destiny going in but now the eagles is the team help. they have to really worry about i think um because i think they're playing the eagles have washington and they might have i think they might have dallas to finish off the season which dallas is probably not going to play their starters last game this season, depending on if they're still in the, the race for the number one seed or not. Yeah. I've seen some takes on, on Twitter too, about how green Bay might tank their teams this, this week in order to, to give Minnesota hope and keep Zimmer around. It's like, no, the Packers aren't going to tank so. their team when no. they're going for a first round buy. Yeah, no, they, that's they, not happening. They want to win on Sunday. They want to be, they don't like the, you know what? The Packers don't like the Vikings as much as, you know, the Vikings don't like the Packers. It's not like they're, they're the Vikings are not the Lions to the Packers. Okay. No, this is, this, this is a rivalry. The Vikings already beat the Packers once. And you don't think that, you know, they're not thinking about that. They don't want to blow them out on, on Sunday on their own field. And there were a so, lot of members of that Green Bay team that weren't suited up against the right. too that want to come out and say, hey. This team's better when I'm a part of it. Yeah, they didn't have Aaron Jones. They didn't have, I don't think they had Devontae Adams. Uh, they didn't have Jair Alexander. So, yeah, there's a bunch of dudes on the Packers who are like, yeah, we're going to blow out the Vikings. And you know what? I kind of wouldn't mind a blowout for the Vikings because 
I'm sick of going into the final two minutes of the fourth quarter every week, having my my heart pumping up, like blown out of my chest because I'm just like, oh, come on, <laughs> can we just like figure this out? Even the Steelers game is like you're up 29 points and they come back. I feel like the Bears game was a little little more relief because they're up by a pretty significant amount. Until, yeah, that felt a little more comfortable for sure. So you think if the Vikings make the playoffs, Kirk cut. No matter if they win in the first round or not, Mike Zimmer's coming back next year. I do feel that way, yeah. Um, if they don't make the playoffs, I think I, I got something for you. You should this I feel like Kirk Cousins or Mike Zimmer is probably gonna go, if not both. So Right. Between the two, who do you pick? Do you pick do you go with Cousins or do you go with Zimmer? <laughs> I've been such a Zimmer fan for so many years, but his strategy to games just doesn't translate well anymore. And Mm -hmm. if only one goes, it should be Zimmer. It really should because he's, he's not making adjustments. uh, And and his style of football doesn't really win football games anymore. The league has changed and he hasn't. For sure. Um, I've been thinking about this a lot and I look at Mike Zimmer being successful before Kirk Cousins was there and Kirk Cousins comes and they're not really successful. So I'm kind of like, is it fair to get rid of Mike Zimmer before Kirk Cousins when Mike Zimmer was the one who was there before and maybe put them in a position to get Kirk Cousins? Um, with the We've way all that- heard the, the rumor and speculation that uh, Mike Zimmer was not really on board with for sure bringing Kirk Cousins in. He didn't want that. He, I feel like he was fine if they got Kirk Cousins, but he did not want them to spend a lot of money to get that to get him. Right. And and that's what they did because he knew it was going to take away from his resources to, you know, add depth to the rest of the roster, which you can argue that it has because the Vikings had have had to turn to I feel like the draft and play younger players a lot more than they they did in the first part of Zimmer's tenure. Um, and that's because they didn't have the finances to, to have, you know, experienced depth on defense or on offense. Well, the trickiest part of your question <laughs> is that right now I've been kind of looking at the Vikings roster mm-hmm. and on offense, you've got some young players that you can kind of do some stuff around. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian O'Neill looks like a very good right tackle for many years. Yep. Uh, Christian Darius has shown flashes of being able to be a left tackle for a long time. Justin Jefferson's just an excellent player that you're going to want on your team for many, many years. Dalvin cooks young enough that you kind of got to keep going around him. And he's got a nice contract going forward. Mm -hmm. Then you flip over to the defensive side of the ball and you're like, where are these young players that are going to be there for the team to grow and develop around? They they just aren't there. And is that a problem with scouting and free agency is that drafting players that aren't really panning out mm-hmm. because sure you could, you could say uh Cameron Vine has played well this year but you don't take a player like him and kind of start to build a defense around him no no um and a lot depends on what they want to do with Neil Hunter um I don't I don't think they can pay him what he is going to be worth no. I don't see him sticking around for that no so I if he ends them, up going I, I can see them franchising him maybe ooh um, that's something that. I've never even really considered. Yeah, do that whole thing. That might be a little more pricier than they want, but at least it's an, it gives them another year to kind of see if he's worth a long-term 
contract. I could see that happening for sure. Um, I think it's all these high priced free agents on defense and people point at Kirk Cousins contract and be like, he's making so much money, Yeah, yeah. but you've got all these high priced. Well, next year's got a 40, next year Cousins has a $45 million cap hit and you cannot like you got either you figure out a way to extend him a year or something to lower that or you trade him because you cannot have Kirk Cousins having $45 million take up your cap. I, I don't even care. Like, to take up that much money for a salary cap, you got to be like Patrick Mahomes. Or, or but here's the issue: is that that that's not one year's worth of salary. This is them shaving money off each oh, year yeah. of Kirk Cousins for sure, and pushing it down the road. This is money he's already earned. Oh yeah, that's going into the salary that's coming up. That's massive, just insane number. And they keep kicking this down. And you hear fans talk about how much of a genius Robertsinski is for making these contracts out and making things mm-hmm. work. And yet all the blame for Kirk Cousins contract goes on Kirk Cousins and not the team or the structure oh, no, of yeah, the contract that they've had. That's not his fault at all. He he he's making money. I, that's that's not his, he's smart. You know, if you're talking about Kirk Cousins, he's smart. Yeah. He got an extension out of it. He got guaranteed money. You know, he's 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 played it well. But yeah, the the Vikings, yeah. You got at some point, I feel like at some point this is gonna happen where they keep kicking you know like you said the can down the road and it's gonna it's gonna catch up to them and i think this offseason is that point where they have to make a decision do you trade cousins or do you extend him because or do you you're gonna have to cut some guys to you know make room for kirk cousins right. 45 million dollar cap because right now they're already projected to be what 10 million over the cap in 2022 and that's with the increase yeah. yep so some there's some big names that are going to be. They've spent a lot of money go. on defensive tackles that I don't feel have really been doing. Yeah, their job. one of those guys has to go. I think Michael Pierce has actually been playing better out of the two. I think he's actually been graded. See, but I like Michael Pierce's backup better. I feel he could step in and Watts. Yeah, Armand Watts can step in and play at a high level for sure. Uh, Tomlinson think, can well, get his mitts up. Well, you and, could put Michael Pierce at nose tackle. You could his natural position. <laughs> you know, this whole, we talked about offensive linemen. You know, putting them in the their unnatural positions. You know, why did we get? Why did the Vikings get two nose tackles? Uh, and it hasn't st- helped against the run at all. No, really. it hasn't. It's gotten if it's either the same as last year or it's worse. <laughs> and they spent a ton of money on those two, um, and it's it's done nothing. And then you look at someone maybe like Anthony Barr. I'm sure the Vikings would like to have him come back, but pro- he probably is not going to take a discount. I don't think we can talk smack about Anthony Barr after his game this week. Oh, yeah, yeah, had a great game. Um, <laughs> but and and the, I feel like the Vikings defense, it's noticeable this year, and I think last year that it's it's better with him on the field. You know, yeah. we all, we have, we've heard in the past about how how coaches are like, you know, um, how, what Anthony Barr does. Barr is a Zimmer a guy. He sheet. is. Oh, for sure. He he keeps guys in line. Keeps guys where they're supposed to be. You know, hits the the gaps and the holes. He's great tackler, like, but they cannot pay him a lot. Now, if you'd asked me earlier if this game would have been different if Daniil Hunter or Everson Griffin was oh, there, I'd have said maybe. Sure. Maybe then, you know, this, this Breeland, Vikings right? team could have found something. Same thing. <laughs> Good old Bashad Breland. Who's currently getting in uh, Twitter fights with. Uh, but wasn't it weird Vikings hearing some of the players and coaches complaining about how quiet U.S. Bank Stadium was? 
Yeah, and I, I think that has to do with the the holiday. Our fans kind of checked out already. Do you think? I, I don't know. I think it was it had to do with the holiday because I feel like a lot of people at that game might have been a Christmas gift. Maybe it's not the typical fans who go, oh. or or it's people. This is a holiday weekend, so people are traveling and they sold their tickets to, to other people who typically don't. Casual fans. Yeah. So I think it has something to do with that. I, I'd be curious to see like if it was similar at other places because it's difficult this time of year. You got like. Well, Mike Zimmer went in the huddle before the game to try to hype up the players <laughs> yeah. because there was no energy in the stadium. And maybe and- it's, yeah, maybe it's the same thing with. Uh, with the Vikings players, because I think Justin Jefferson said in the locker room, even in the locker room before they went on the field, like the energy was low. And, you know, is that the holidays? Is that everyone being exhausted from, you know, all the stuff they've had to do with their families and stuff? Right. And Because typically on a Saturday, I feel like it's probably a little more low key for these players. They get to like rest bef- the day before they play a game. It's not hectic with your family and right. stressful. And I'm sure some of them had to fly out to their family and fly for back sure. home. So I think that that has a lot to do with energy, the holiday, for sure, the holiday. But yeah, that's an interesting situation there because I'm not used to U.S. Bank Stadium not being absolutely so loud that you can barely hear anything. Yeah, remind me of... When the opposing team's on third down. What was the Packers game? I feel like it was the Packers game. It was like a Sunday night game two years ago. Was it 2019? I think Dalvin Cook was out. It was like Mike Boone starting to running back. And I remember just like being able to hear the go pack go chants in the in US Bank Stadium. Oh yeah, that hurt. And I'm like, oh, come on. Like, like, are you serious? <laughs> like, get this out of here. All right. Speaking of core, we've talking about Kirk Cousins um a bunch, but you know, your opinion, what should the Vikings do at quarterbacks at quarterback next season? Should they trade cousins? You know, Start Kellen Mond, draft someone in the first round, trade for a young quarterback, sign a veteran bridge quarterback. They got a, they got a lot of options if they want to. But what do you think? <laughs> not, I'm not asking you what you think they're going to do, but what do you think they should do? I think they should forget Sean Mannion exists. <laughs> that should be the first step. Yeah. That guy doesn't even exist. He's yeah. nothing. He's a coach on the sideline. <laughs> yeah, but. If he then starts week eighteen, I don't know if I'm going to watch that game. Yeah, then then hire him as a coach. Don't I, I say that? But I'm going to watch it. I, you guys all know I'm going to watch it. Oh, for sure. But oh, it's going to be a train wreck if Sean Mannion starts. <laughs> and honestly, the way that the trends have been going, the Vikings have still never had a quarterback finish out every game in two consecutive seasons. Nope. You're so right. I mean, doesn't set out the the final game in 2019. Yeah, it's never happened in the history of the franchise. Well, not since Tarkenton, right? I, he never did it either. Really? Nope. You sure? Absolutely positive. All right. Let's <laughs> get to it. Um, so, yeah, yeah, the trend would be that he has to sit. But And you know what? Uh, Nick Foles might be playing in uh, Week 18 oh, yeah. for the Bears. He just Foles, Madden, that's going to be a won, game. He just won them a game yesterday <laughs> against the Seahawks. Foles tends to do pretty well against the Vikings. He does. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Except oh, for the, I well, last, last, no, last year he got hurt uh, when Afedio Danabo kind of pounded him in the turf. Oh, that's true, yeah. Uh, but yeah, but what do you think they should do? I'm actually on the give Kirk Cousins an extension if it if they can spread out that money and not make it hurt too bad. Because I How don't long? think Kirk Cousins is a weakness of this team. How long of an extension? 
I wouldn't mind seeing a three year, maybe three, four even. Three tacked down to what he has now, so it'd be four years. Or do you yeah. want two? Three to four. Wow. Oh boy. Because you gotta yeah. spread up that salary to make it less of a hit. For sure. Um I don't know. It's such a dilemma. We'll be right. And not shave we'll a bunch re- off the first year. We'll be so writing a lot about it. Years down the road. We'll be writing a lot about it the next few weeks. Uh, oh, yeah. Sure. I'd um, rather see a lot more of that salary cap come from those ineffective defensive players. They paid a lot of money is the Is the decision, the decision to extend Kirk, is that more because you don't think there are really any, is there really isn't any better option? Available? Yeah, the upcoming free agents look terrible. Yeah, uh, the draft. There's not really a quarterback prospect that sticks out to me as saying this can be the guy for the Vikings in the future. I'm not a big believer in Mond. I yeah, haven't seen enough of him to really make a big decision right. on him. And uh, I honestly, one thousand percent, know Mannion is not the guy. So <laughs> he's not. What do you mean? No, no, not the guy. He's been the NFL he's the guy that like holds the clipboard and eight hangs years, out in meetings. Seven years. He's managed <laughs> to keep a job without throwing a single touchdown pass. I don't know how he does it. I have no idea. Him and uh, what? What's his? What's his name? The the backup for the Lions and the Bears, uh, Chase. Uh, what's his name? I can't remember right now. <laughs> but he he's made a lot of money as a backup, and he's he's done almost nothing in his career. That's how uh, a lot of the people on the Pro People podcast, other podcast, how they feel about Mike Glennon. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He make that joke family. about Mike Glennon constantly for sure. Um. All right. So you want to give him an extension? Uh, I don't know. I. I would like to see if they can get a first round pick for Kirk Cousins. I think, I think you got to take that because, because I don't, when are you going to get that? Because is there, you, you think you can, well, you're going to downgrade no matter what you do this year. For sure. If you get rid of Cousins. For sure. Um, and you can bring in Teddy Bridgewater. You can bring in whoever you think. Pl- no. ESPN said not. Teddy Bridgewater. I did not. No. I said that. No, no, no. As a backup? Sure. No, not, no. <laughs> Not as a starter, and I don't think Teddy wants to be a backup at this point in his career. Uh, he at least wants to go somewhere where he, he can compete. But no, we don't. The Vikings don't need to bring Teddy back. Right? I saw that too, and I was like, "That's that's something." Uh, no, they also said uh, that the Eagles would be the interested party for Kirk Cousins for a first rounder, and I, I and I don't, I wouldn't doubt that because they just want someone who's who's solid. They had Nick Foles for. A bunch of years, and it all depends, like what the coach and the, I don't the think GM they've thrown out the the idea of Jalen Hurts yet. I don't, yeah, I don't understand what the, what the dislike is with him. I know he's they're not the best team in the world, but I don't feel like they have a lot of players, like right talent wise. I mean, um, and Jalen they, they Hurts drafted some interested receivers <laughs> for sure. They oh, have not, they did not draft uh, Justin Jefferson. They passed on him. They thought he was not good enough for their team. Uh, it's too bad, um, but yeah, Jalen Hurts. Like what? Like if if the Vikings traded uh, Kirk Cousins to the Eagles for like a third and Jalen Hurts, would you be mad about that? I I wouldn't love it. Yeah, I would have to see what percentage of the salary cap Minnesota would be eating on that. They're gonna have ten no matter what. Wherever they trade someone, it'd be a, a, they'd have ten on their cap from Kirk Cousins, but they'd free up thirty five. And I'd prepare myself for a season of somewhat disappointing quarterback play, but yeah. But you think about, but Hertz, he's going to be on a rookie contract, so that allows you know maybe some some funds to be distributed elsewhere. Right. 
And you got to think Irv Smith's coming back too, so that helps. Thielen's probably coming back. KJ Osborne should be better. Right. You could say all, all the stuff about Kirk Cousins too. Um, but then the thing is, do you if you keep Cousins and you get rid of Mike Zimmer, do you bring in a head coach who is specifically for Kirk Cousins, or do you bring in someone who is open to working with Kirk Cousins but would probably like to work with someone else? <laughs> Again, this is the exact opposite mentality I've had for many, many years. Yeah. But this is finally going to be the year that the Vikings need to go out and get an offensive-minded head coach. Mm-hmm. And I've been pounding the table. I was a big Zimmer guy. Bring Zimmer to Minnesota, defensive head coach. Yeah. I was that guy. And now I'm like, okay, I, I need to see something fresh from this offense. I need to see a defensive coordinator come in that can implement a, a fresh attack. I, I love double-A gap blitzes. I do. But there's got to be something else to this team. Yeah. It's got to have a different identity. Stop the run, something maybe. Else. Just make a tackle? <laughs> That'd be nice. That'd be what nice. do you think? What do you think? Would you? What about Doug Peterson? You, I've heard his name thrown around. Do you? Would you... Be to be okay honest, I'd have that. to do a little bit more research on each of the candidates for sure. Where I could really say much anything for sure. But I just want some sort of fresh offensive mind. I've I've heard a ton of names thrown out. Uh, Byron Leftwich is one that's actually interesting. Yeah, I think he's gonna probably end up in Jacksonville or stay with the Bucks and just be their head coach when Bruce Arians leaves because Bruce yeah. Arians pretty old. Well, Zimmer's no spring chicken either, and no, he's and- been talking about how nothing really makes him as happy <laughs> as his family and all yeah. this kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, he, he might be hinting at a mutual retirement? separation, retirement kind of deal coming up. I think that's going to probably be how he goes out. It's not going to be like announcement where the Vikings, <laughs> Vikings have fired. Him. Yeah, Vince McMahon fired <laughs> uh, Mike Zimmer. I don't. I don't think it's going to be. No, like they have that. too much respect for him for that. For sure, he's been there for almost almost. This is his eighth year, so ninth year. Um. So yeah. All right. Last question to get you out of here. Do the Vikings make the playoffs? No. They got, they got two games left. Packers, nope. Bears. I I felt that the Vikings were going to drop this one to the Rams. I don't think Minnesota can go into Green Bay and beat them. That's going to make this last game completely meaningless in the oh, scope yes. of the playoff picture. And we're going to get that Mannion full Super Bowl that we always wanted. Why not Kellen Mond? Why shouldn't they shouldn't they start Kellen Mond? If, if, if he's ready. I don't think the coaching staff will, will do that. Yeah, yeah, it, that's probably actually, it, that might actually be a Rick Spielman decision because at that point, you're like, okay, Mike, I'm going to make the decisions now for the team moving forward. But also, you're going to have players that have contracts or are chasing records that might rely on getting and them bonuses stuff. in their contracts and things like that. So yeah. if you shut down some of these players, you might be affecting their future in some ways. Oh, for sure. Um, but Sean Mannion, though, I don't think anyone's worried about his future. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Justin Jefferson needs one more touchdown to reach a, a contract escalator, and Sean Mannion's your quarterback. It's it's done. Yeah, and then Kirk, you know what? Kirk Cousins <laughs> would probably he'd start the last game and have like four hundred yards, and people would be like, "See, yeah, fine." <laughs> There's the no Bears. winning in that situation. No. No, that that's yeah, it's not. I mean, not you a, could do week eighteen. You can start Mond. You can start Davis. You can throw everybody out there you want, and fans will still find something. No, all right. Um, that's all I got for you today. Where can people follow you on Twitter? 
I am MN Viking Zombie over on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, pretty much everything. That's yeah, where anyway. I'm kind of branded at. So if you're into cats, wrestling, horror, football, oh. I'm talking about all that stuff over there. Wrestling. What happened? What happened recently? Oh, the holiday uh, bash or whatever. We got day one coming up. Yeah, I'm I'm shifting to the AEW guy. I really am. <laughs> I have I have no interest in in WWE. I still watch the WWE pay per views because I I've got Peacock. For so sure, I'll watch them. But just AEW, but I don't watch the weekly shows anymore. Yeah, AEW is it's just it just feels so much better. Like it's not silly. I don't feel like it's silly stuff. It's just like <laughs> it can be silly with like oh, mimosa sure. matches and for sure and all that stuff. But yeah, but I mean, they, they just had what Kyle O'Reilly came, and came I don't back. think that AEW has any former Vikings. So that's not fun. <laughs> um, not that I can think <laughs> of. No, I mean, I'm sure there's somebody in there. Um, I mean, WWE's up to three. That's pretty good. Oh, because they have Baba Tunde. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. Uh, is he still with them? Did he get released, or is he still? I, I'm honestly not sure. Um. But it was fun. <laughs> to, I couldn't. I was really happy to see Orange Cassidy versus Adam Cole. I don't think I ever thought we'd see something like that. And I, I'm a big fan of Orange Cassidy. I think I, I think maybe you can relate because of the hair. <laughs> it, it is nice. Naturally drawn to someone with orange hair. Uh, but I, I'm a big Adam Cole mark, and I sure. didn't realize. I know that he was popular, but I didn't realize he was like next level popular yet. Who? Adam Cole. Oh yeah. I, I didn't think he had reached that level. Oh yeah. But he definitely has. For sure. All right. That's enough wrestling talk. Follow <laughs> Adam on, on Twitter, everywhere, Facebook, MySpace, Instagram, TikTok. The Viking Age. Yeah. Check out his stuff on the Viking Age, of course. Uh follow the Viking Age on Twitter and facebook and subscribe to this podcast on the apple podcast app spotify wherever you get your podcast but until next time we will talk to you later Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.